The easiest part of every sale, and I say this all the time, the easiest part of any sale should always be the close or the negotiation. Because by the time you've made an offer or you've asked for the order, whatever you're offering, a product, a service, or whatever, by the time you've made an offer or asked for an order, that consumer or buyer or seller should now be negotiating with somebody that they like, trust, and want to do business with, right? Negotiating is not the hard part. The hard part where everybody misses it is everything you do up to making an offer or asking for an order. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. How was your entire progress from when you were realizing, wow, there's, there's this freaking world out there in Fort Lauderdale, which I used to live in Fort Lauderdale. And I used to bike too. I, yeah. I, I used to see those freaking houses, amazing. Yeah. Uh, last colas. To like starting that business to get to 100 people in house. Yeah. Because right now you, you have it, you have a lot remotely. But like it, it was a progress from you experiencing those in house 100 people. Yeah, so my, my very first job was a uh, in in uh, Fort Lauderdale, South Florida, in sales. I, I was literally a cold caller. That's where I started. Fifteen dollars an hour, cold caller. Did that for like six months, um, and they like I was blowing all the cold callers out of the water. And this is what got me. And then after six months, they they moved me to a closer. Within a year and a half, I was the number one sales uh, guy in that organization. And I say this, I was not the most talented person in that building. This is what I was. I was the fucking hungriest person. I was the hungriest. I had something uh, for the first time, I found something that I knew did not have a cap on. I ultimately wrote my own paycheck on Fridays. They just signed the fucking check. So for me, I, I was just coming from the, the bottom, man. I had seen hell. So I knew, like, for me, there was nowhere to go but up. And I wanted to see how high up I could really go. So I was the hardest worker in that building. And I say this today because I know the day I left that company, I cared more about the company than the owner did. And I knew that was the day I needed to part ways and go do my own thing, right? So uh, for a year and a half, I would show up every single day before everybody. And I'd be waiting there with a fucking lunchbox in my hand 
waiting for somebody to open the door. They would let Eric in, right? I'd work all day. And then at nighttime, they'd be shutting the lights off. I'd still be at my cubicle with my fucking headset on. And they'd be like, Eric, dude, we got to go. Like, you got to get up from the cubicle. We're done. I'd take it off. Next day, waiting there with my lunchbox, dude, waiting for somebody to open the front door. So I just outworked everybody. Now, I picked up in a year and a half. I was around in that company. I will say that's where I picked up from a lot of different people that had been in sales much longer than me. I picked pieces from everybody. Like I was a sponge for a year and a half. And when I left that company and went and did my own thing, my first time ever starting a company, we took it from zero, just me and my wife in a bedroom. That's how it started. Me and my wife in a bedroom. And we grew the business with another partner. So we ended up bringing on a third partner. But in nine years, we grew that business to where we were doing uh, north of 30 some million dollars a year in sales. Wow. And Why do you think that you shot, first shot as being an entrepreneur? That was that's incredible, but not everyone gets to that point. And you had an, uh, you have a distinct, distinct uh, characteristic from the beginning. And you mentioned after you got outside of your uh, really bad situation and started to like going back to the streets but not to use drugs but now to actually hustle uh and use that drive and that obsessive personality that you have uh to like crush it in that sales in that cold call role and the closer role like why do you think you have that is there is there something else out there like is there something that you cannot tangibly kind of touch um is there something that makes you the way that you are and gets you to accelerate to to the point that, wow, 30 million a year on that company, being the most hungry guy that leaves the job uh, the latest and comes in the earliest with your lunch bag, with hungry, your lunch bro. box. I was hungry. No, was there a force? No, I was hungry. I was hungry. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and not feeling like I was a productive member of society. And when I got, when I put a headset on my head, I finally found something that I knew I could excel at, right? Like, I, I was like, holy shit, I can get as good as I want at this. And I started making money. I'm like, fuck, I just beat last week's paycheck. Shit. Let's see how much I can beat it by this week. Fuck, I just beat it again. Dude, before I knew, like, I was hungry. Esteban, I was hungry. Like I get asked all the time right now. They're like, and, and I had a, I've developed a sales process. I haven't white labeled my shit. It's my process. Like it's my sales process over 13 years that I developed and I'm still developing it. But I get asked all the time, like, Eric, you work too much in your business. It's like, motherfucker, don't tell me what I do. I love what I do. Like, I'm okay that, that you think, being a successful business owner is somebody that gets to go and do whatever he wants. That's awesome. That's success in your eyes. Success in my eyes is being here with my team, providing for my family. If I wasn't here every single day, 
grinding it out with my team, I don't know what I would do, man. I can only go to the fucking beach and mountains so long and not get bored. I love building. Like this is in my blood. I feel like I'm a part of something. I love doing it. So yeah, I don't know. I just went on a little tangent right there. I think you're obsessed with winning. I love it, bro. I don't want to lose again. You're just obsessed with winning and winning more. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, you you said you developed this sales process, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that while having the company of motivated timeshare owners is that is, yeah, is that is that right? Yeah. 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 Was it like um? Was it that you came in and developed the sales process from there and took the same elements that you are currently applying? Or was there something else different? No, I've taken the exact same process, just took out the word timeshare, entered the word home and tweaked some of the verbiage. And but it's the same process, the same tactics, the same word tracks. Like then you, then you, then you put on top of that tonality, you bring your emotion to it. Like, but it's the same process. It's intro. Shit. I got the thing on my foot. I got it on my backboard right now. Right. It's your mm. intro, your fact find, why your, your pitch, your offer and your close. There's a lot more to those five steps that I just said, but there's, there's a pr The easiest part of every sale, and I say this all the time, the easiest part of any sale should always be the close or the negotiation. Because by the time you've made an offer or you've asked for the order, whatever you're offering, a product, a service, or whatever, by the time you've made an offer or asked for an order, that consumer or buyer or seller should now be negotiating with somebody that they like, trust, and want to do business with, right? Negotiating is not the hard part. The hard part where everybody misses it is everything you do up to making an offer or asking for an order. If you've done everything right, fuck, now it's just getting to a number that makes sense. So, and, and this process, it's my understanding that, well, you're so confident in going to another industry that you made it now even recession-proof. So it's recession-proof because you can take it to another industry that is not, is not really getting hit by, let's say, an economy downturn and crush it in sales. Like anyone can jump into another industry that is winning. Maybe next year is it's the uh, crypto back again and everyone's doing real estate crypto. Maybe two years from today, it's another like big thing and you can take this exact same process and teach it to your team and to yourself and be able to crush it. You've, you've basically developed this recession-proof model that people are not seeing in real estate. I don't think there's anyone right now. And I respect a lot of coaches in sales. I do too. I respect, I respect Steve Trank. I respect Stephen Max, right? I respect um, which are which are the other ones. I, I respect the, the other ones, <laughs> the other yeah, sales coaches. John people. Martinez, I, the only one I've John met, um, like Max and Steve Train, I've met. Any of the other ones, I have not met. Yeah, um, but I feel like these people ultimately also uh, grabbed just, for example, Sandler, and they grabbed the book here, and they they 
probably optimize it to the industry. Yeah. But you have a baby that was given birth by you. But it's all these challenges. Shit, bro. It's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. is the book coming out? <laughs> my wife keeps asking. You and I were just at a uh, event. And uh, where were we just at, Esteban? San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. Life. We were at San Antonio. And someone came up to me and I did like, and tell someone, tell what you don't know, you don't know, right? And we were at this event. And someone had come up to me and they're like, hey, man, shoot a reel with me real quick. And I was like, all right, cool. Afterwards, he because uh, in, in the reel, I, I talked about a sales process. Afterwards, he put his arm around me and he's like, Eric, he goes, I just want to let you know, like a year and a half, two years ago, no one mentioned the word, uh, the words sales process. It was not mentioned in this industry. And he goes, everywhere I go now, people are mentioning a sales process. And he's like, brother, I just want to let you know your, your work is spreading. Like the word is spreading and it's spreading fast. So, and I was like, fuck, dude, it, you really think it was because of me? Like, you think I brought the sales process to the wholesale industry that quick? And he's like, dude, I'm going to give you my personal opinion. I think that's why people are saying it. And it like, listen, it felt good to hear that. Whether I did it or somebody else impacted this industry, I know sales in the wholesale space, it needs to be taught properly. There's a lot of hustlers in here that have had a little bit of success and they tried teaching it. Um, and that's okay, man. I'm not knocking them. But there's there's levels to this shit when it comes to actually teaching it. Right. If you're going to teach somebody something, hopefully they're going to be able to go and duplicate it and get the results or better of what they were looking for. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, you're obviously knowing that this is this requires levels. So let's let's kind of backtrack and see. Yeah. So people people that have no idea about sales but probably have the personality of it like who would you who you feel is the type of person that would fit this type of process or this type of system uh, anybody and you you look introvert extrovert whatever the fuck you want to call yourself anybody uh, and, and the reason i say that is 13 years ago esteban I was so insecure. I had social anxiety. I couldn't be in large crowds. I couldn't hold an intelligent conversation. Today, I literally still can't read a book from, from uh, top page to bottom and retain what I've, what I've read. So like you can be shy, you can be outgoing, you can be black, white, Asian, fucking Chinese. I don't give a fuck what you are. You absolutely, if you have a true process, you can learn this. This sales does not discriminate. You could have fucking no arms and no legs, put a fucking headset on your head and be as successful as you want. That's what I love about sales. It did not discriminate against me. It doesn't matter that I got all these tech. It looks like my fucking kids have drawn all over me for years. <laughs> It, it didn't discriminate against me, man. 
You can be, yeah. you can be a male, you can be a female, you can be whatever you want and be successful in sales. Like, and, and I'm very niche specific. I'm over the telephone. Like, I don't talk about going to in-person uh, in appointments and knocking on a door. I don't do face-to-face -face sales. Can I today? I'm sure I could close the fuck out of some face-to-face -face shit. But my history, my years of experience is all over a telephone. Anybody, yeah, I mean, anybody can do this. I feel like a lot of people also get stuck in the like, oh, I kind of don't want to just keep it on the phone. I need to go see this seller in order for me to close the deal. When in reality, you can leverage everything that's happening right now with virtual wholesaling and real estate investing. Ever since like COVID, people started to realize and wake up to the fact. People already had done that before that. But yeah, you're, now that you're using Zoom more, now that you're using over the phone negotiation and over Zoom, the phone transactions and relationship building, I mean, like it's now or never that you take something like this and implement it in you and your team. And yeah. now you you're you said that there's levels to actually teach this. If yes. someone were to get this process go and, and say, Eric, train me. I want you to show me exactly how I can elevate my sales system and, and being able to actually show my employee, my new acquired acquisition manager to do it. What are, so what are those levels? I love to like really understand for someone to, to teach these type of things to their team based on your process. Yep. It all, first, before anything, it all starts here. It all starts right here. Right. You, uh, you, you have to, I always say this, the number one sale you have to close first is selling yourself that you believe you can do this. That's the number one sale, right? Everything after that. So the number one sale is looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, Eric, God damn it, motherfucker, you can do this. I believe in you, Eric. And that's me telling myself, I believe in me, right? Because until I believe it, not, more than likely the shit ain't gonna happen. We're for a lot of us, we're we're, we're our own worst critics, right? We're we're harder on ourselves than we are pretty much on anybody else. So the number one sale is just having a little bit of belief. It doesn't need to be a ton. You got to have a little bit though that you can do it. Uh, then it's finding like I have. I always talk. If you're going to get into this industry, someone told me getting into this industry, this could not be scripted out. They're like, Eric, you can't script this out. Every seller is different. Their situations are different. And I'm like, well, no shit. That's with anything. But your conversation, your side of the conversation should be the same every single time. Like the name of the seller could be different. Their address could be different. Their circumstances could be different but it doesn't change the way you talk and flow with them, right? So if you're going to get into it, I, I encourage anybody, you want to have a script. You want to script it out. Again, something I say all the time, all your great movies, all movies that are out there, blockbuster hits, they never once said action without having a full script in place for the actors to go and go off of. 
Now they're going to put their own personality into it. They're going to put their own gestures and shit like that. But everyone has a script to go off of. So if you're going to get into this, either find something online that at least gives you a blueprint of what you can say to somebody um, or shit, come to your boy. Cause I know I got the best, right? I, I, I said, I got the best stuff on the streets right now. Everybody wants <laughs> the, the blue magic, I think is what Frank Lucas had, right? <laughs> but uh, you want to have a script. You want to, you want to have goals. Like even though day one, you're like, shit, I don't know anything about wholesale and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Set some KPI, KPIs, key performance indicators for yourself. Day one, like, hey, I'm going to knock this many doors. I'm going to dial this many phone numbers. I'm going to get X amount of talk time every single day, and I won't give up till I get it. I'm going to make, uh, in my first 30 days, I'm going to make X amount of offers. And don't stop until you hit it. Like you, so goals, goals is going to be key. Script is going to be key. If you're going to have a conversation, right? Set a little tape record. If you don't have the software and all that shit, like set your, uh, a, a tape recorder or something where you can listen back to how you sound. The right, all your, all your big sports teams, they go and lose a game or win a game the next thing that they're going to do is sit and watch the tapes. Hey, you fucked up here. You should have, you should have jerked a little bit more to the right and you went left, right? They're looking at where they messed up. So if you're getting into this and you're going to start making calls, you want to be able to go back and listen to yourself. That some of the most powerful record uh, training that you will ever do is going back and listening to the tape. It's going to tell you what you're what you're good at, what you're weak at, and then what obviously you need to fix.